John, I find it almost funny. Um, I keep watching whenever I watch ESPN or or sports talk on TV or listen to sports talk on radio or a podcast. All of a sudden, we're talking about Kirk Cousins. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Well, maybe he'll go with Belichick to Atlanta. Maybe he'll be the savior in Pittsburgh. Maybe he'll go. You know, if Brock Purdy spits the bit, he'll even go back to Mike Shanahan, who, Kyle Shanahan, who loves him. Uh, all of a sudden, by not playing, I wrote about it today in the Star Tribune. By not playing, Kirk Cousins has become a superstar. Yeah, it's it, it's a great point, Jim. I mean, I don't know if like <laughs> absence has made the heart grow fonder or what it what what it is. Um, and and I do think it, he is probably benefiting a little bit with how the Vikings season fell apart down the stretch without a good quarterback. And I think maybe that even elevated. Oh, maybe maybe Kirk Cousins isn't you know, as bad as we all thought that he was. And so he has sort of been, had his image improved by being out of the spotlight, which is, which is a unique thing. And and now he is one of the few, <coughs> excuse me, one of the few available established quarterbacks who has had some success in this league and won some games. And we always love to talk about uh, quarterbacks moving around and, 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 and going somewhere else. And so he is a little bit of a, a bell of the ball right now, which I, I have to think is probably a little bit um, and unfamiliar for Kirk as well. I mean, he's used to taking criticism and being discounted and, 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 and things of that nature. All, all of a sudden uh, you got franchises all over the league talking about what would happen if we got Kirk cousins. It's uh it's quite a, quite a, quite a turn of events. It, it certainly is. Uh, this is the Viking update show. We're going to talk about cousins, the NFL, the Packers, the lions, and uh, what's next for the Vikings. Uh, we appreciate everyone who listens. The best way to listen to this show is to subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. Uh, the Viking Up Show is coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services studio. Well, we want to thank Aquarius Home Services, TSR Injury Law, Twill in the Dining Galleria, and Tuttles. Uh, and thanks also to John. John, of course, John Krasinski from The Athletic. I'm Jim Suhan from Star Tribune, and Brandon Morton is our producer. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm fascinated, and I'm I'm not just fascinated by Cousins and changing perceptions of him and the possibilities out there, uh, but I'm also fascinated by the fact that this guy almost makes you change your mind periodically about him. I know I'm the greatest offender in that regard. I wanted the Vikings to sign him. Then I was pretty impressed with him for a while. Then I saw, okay, this is why he doesn't win the big game. This is why he looks small in big situations. Then Zimmer started to hate him, uh, made it hard to think very highly of him. And then O'Connell comes in, and all of a sudden he, he plays great. He becomes a great fourth-quarter quarterback. And this year he was on a you know career-best arc before he got hurt, and, we, and the team utterly collapsed without him. So I've changed my mind about a million times. Right now I really want them to have him back. Yeah, and and I think that what we're seeing, not just with the Vikings and Cousins, but the Steelers, the Falcons, whoever is you come to a realization in this league that everyone wants Patrick Mahomes. Everyone wants Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, you know, the, the cream of the crop, the top guys, like that's, that's the, that is the goal for every franchise. But the longer that you are in this and the more that you look around when you don't have not just a top guy, but when you have a bad starting quarterback, you look at how damaging that is to 
the rest of your team. And I know that sounds simple, right? It sounds like obvious, but I think that it doesn't really, you don't really feel that until your team or the team that you cover is trotting out Kenny Pickett, trotting out Desmond Ritter, trotting out Jaron Hall um, for games, and you see how debilitating it is. And so I think there's an appreciation that grows for a an above competent quarterback. Cousins is above competent. He's better than mediocre. Um, he's not just a game manager. He can make plays. He can make really good throws, things of that nature. But he has not, to this point, been you know, one of the top three or four, someone that's going to go out and put a team on his back and carry you deep into the playoffs. But we, you realize that what Cousins is, even if there are some limitations, is certainly a hell of a lot better than Desmond Ritter. It's a hell of a lot better than Nick Mullins or Jaron Hall or Josh Dobbs when he's not playing well. Um, and so when you sit in it and when you live the life of having a bad quarterback, of which there are quite a few in the NFL, it's a miserable experience. It is a, it's a helpless experience. It's like they can't do anything until they address this spot. And so I think that his profile is elevated by an appreciation for fans in, in markets with bad quarterbacks for, for media who cover teams with bad quarterbacks, because it just is an absolute killer for your franchise. When you have a guy that is overwhelmed and overmatched, like some of these teams have. What I find really interesting is how many diehard or people who say they're diehard Viking fans who are, who say they are willing to just start over yeah. and roll the dice on a young quarterback. I just, I don't believe them. It's the nope. easy thing to say, but I don't believe that they would, they would happily suffer through re, true rebuilding at the position. It's a, I, I cannot agree with you more, Jim, because yes, like in, in a vacuum, the right thing for the Vikings to do probably is to tear it all down, go draft a quarterback, and and start start all over. That is probably the right thing to do if you're saying what really matters in this sport, what we really want more than anything is to get a team that can win a Super Bowl. Like so, um, so that is absolutely the logical way to do it and say, we're gonna say goodbye to Kirk Cousins. He has, he, he, there's a ceiling on our team with Kirk Cousins making the money that he makes and, and given the production that he does where we don't think that um, it's likely or, or the odds aren't in our favor that we could be a Super Bowl team. But it's one thing to do that or to say that, and it's another thing to actually go through it. So if the Vikings were to go that route, say goodbye to Kirk Cousins, and then go draft a quarterback, if that quarterback becomes Christian Ponder, there's going to be so much complaining and grumbling and um, and frustration while that is happening. If their quarterback, if the quarterback they draft becomes Desmond Ritter, uh, it's going to be fire crazy. It's going to be get Kevin O'Connell out of here. It's going to be we're losing Justin Jefferson. Like that's going to be the the experience of it. Now. That quarterback could become C.J. Stroud, 
and everything could go great. And but I think that the the odds of that, especially with where the Vikings are picking, the odds of that are lower. Uh, and so you have to take that into account when you look at the pathways to go. It is very easy for, especially for us media who are detached from it. We don't root for the Vikings. It, uh, you know, our our um, our our enjoyment of our weekend isn't based on whether the Vikings are good or not. Where, uh, and it's easy for us to say, ah, you know, ah, this didn't work out. Ah, okay, just try it again. Go for it. But fans really do understandably put a lot of their free time into rooting for this team. And if the Vikings swing and miss on a quarterback, they are going to be absolutely furious and miserable and, 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 and hating life that way. That's just the way that it goes. So uh, there is the idea of rebuilding of going to get your young quarterback and how exciting that is and, and all that stuff. And then there's the reality of it for so many of these teams that go down this road that it usually doesn't work out. It usually results in a regime change and, and, and a, and a complete start over again. And so that's the reality of the situation. And that's what Vikings fans have to be prepared for and understand should they go down that road. Uh, well said, no doubt about it. What do you think of the notion that Cousins could end up in Atlanta and with Belichick? You know, I, hey, first of all, I totally understand Kirk saying those things um, publicly because he's in a negotiating position. Like, why wouldn't he try to exercise some sort of leverage on the situation, even if he doesn't believe that's the right play is to go there? Um, and, and coach with Belichick or play with Belichick. Now, here's the thing. Um, you, the Falcons have a lot of talent offensively, and I think they have a pretty good offensive line. Uh, their, their running backs are really, really good. They have some good receivers. So he could go there with some weapons around him, and and I think it could be pretty good for him from a career standpoint. What I would be worried about with Kirk Cousins going to play for a Bill Belichick coach team is who is my offensive coordinator and how is this going to work? Because the way that the Patriots and Bill Belichick in particular handled the offense in the last few years, post Tom Brady was absolutely fireable, um, was a dereliction of duty by the best coach that's ever walked a sideline the, to put Matt Patricia in in charge of the offense in New England with a with a rookie quarterback, not a rookie, but a young quarterback in Mac Jones to go through Bill O'Brien to do to do things that way, and then to pick players and surround Mac Jones the way that they did was unconscionable. And so, I if I'm Kirk Cousins and I were going to play for Bill Belichick, I'd want to know a hell of a lot about the offensive coordinator about who's calling the plays, about what system we're running, about who's overseeing things, and how many of these players that are on the roster from last year that are pretty good are going to be back with me because um, Belichick, for all of his accomplishments, which are legion, uh, has a lot of explaining to do about the way the offense was handled in those last couple of years in New England. And um, and if I'm a quarterback that looking looking to maximize my last few years in this league, I'd want to ask some really hard questions of him. Uh, yes, I think Belichick, Cousins, and a good GM 
might be a real winning combination. Uh, I don't know that Belichick without the GM or the quarterback is going to succeed. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't want him to be the GM. Like I know that I've heard reports that Belichick wants to have both responsibilities um, wherever he were to go, and that certainly wouldn't. That would be a a non-starter for me. First of all, as an owner hiring him, but second of all, as a quarterback going to play for him, absolutely not. All right, let's get to the Packers, the Lions, the championship games, and some more Vikings issues. Uh, we do want to let you know where you're coming to from the Aquarius Home Services studios, and we want to thank Aquarius Home Services. Scott for Aquarius, wishing you a happy new year. The new year often means a fresh start. How about your furnace? Does it need a fresh start? It's been working hard, and we all know there's a lot of winter left to go. With your safety and comfort as our top priority, Aquarius Home Services is offering $98 off any furnace repair. Be worry-free with your furnace. We're here to help and just a click away at AquariusHomeServices.com. Aquarius, earning the right to be recommended. Also, I want to thank longtime sponsor TSR Injury Law. Just remember 612-TSR-TIME. That's all you need to remember. 612-TSR-TIME. If you're injured, Call that number. They'll help you. They won't charge you unless they win your case, and they win a lot of cases. Uh, that's why there's such a great success story. 612-TSR-TIME. Also want to let you know about my favorite men's clothing store, Twill in the Dining Galleria. Also the best shopping experience you're going to find. Easy parking, easy in, easy out. You can park near a door. Uh, it's warm and welcoming inside. Great restaurants, great shops, uh, a true bookstore. Uh, and then there's, of course, Twill. Uh, they don't have many sales because this is not a discount shop. They try to sell the best stuff at the at what the actual price is. But sometimes they got to clear out for the next season. They're doing it right now. They're trying to make room for their spring arrivals. Scott always brings in a lot of fresh stuff, uh, even for some brands you probably never heard of for each season. So they need to move some stuff out. Great time to buy winter gear, clothes, footwear, etc. 40% off right now, all seasonal merchandise, 40% off at Twill. You're not going to get a better deal than that on fantastic clothing. Uh, check it out. or And uh, you can also go find out more at twillmn.com. Also want to thank Tuttles for sponsoring and hosting so many of our live shows. Tuttles is your Vikings headquarters for the best football party. They have great game day specials on Miller Lite and Coors Light tap beer. Tall stadium cups for just five bucks. Plus $5 food specials, including brats, hot dogs, jumbo sloppy joes, and pulled pork sandwiches. If pizza's your thing, get five bucks off any large pizza. Tuttles has cool game day giveaways too, including a free number board with your chance to win a $100 gift card. Take in all the Viking game food, fun, and festivities at Tuttles, Tuttles Bar and Grill in Hopkins. Go, Vikes! So the Packers probably should have beaten the 49ers, and yep, the Lions did beat the Bucks. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to go too far into over judging this season's results. Uh, things change year by year in, in the in the division in the league. But you got to say the Packers look very promising right now. And the Lions, this is the best Lions team since 1957. Yeah, I mean, look, the, I think the Packers are one of the youngest rosters in the league, right? And yep. um, J- Jordan Love, you know that that last Favre like throw, notwithstanding, really did seem to cement himself as another very good quarterback for them um, going forward. And so they're in a good position. And then I just think that the Lions, you know, even beyond what success that we have seen this season and whatever happens the rest of the way in these playoffs, 
they just seem so well built right now. They seem so stable, which is completely anti-Lions. Dan Campbell um, as the head coach, Brad Holmes in the front office. They have you know ownership that seems to be totally invested. All of it seems to indicate that if you're a betting person, that the Lions aren't going away. That you know this isn't a one-year wonder for Detroit. Maybe they won't be in the um, NFC title game every year going forward, but they're going to be a factor. They're not going to be a pushover like they once were. And so when you look at that um, and you look at that picture, it just shows that the Vikings have a mountain to climb and they have to get their act together a little bit. Like they just, this season was, I think a real test of the, the words that they, that, that Quasi Adolfo Mensa and, and Kevin O'Connell use all the time about culture and about leadership and about organization. And, and I think that th- this current Vikings regime has a lot to prove going forward or a lot to address going forward into next season because, you know, um, they are not, they're going to go into the NFC North play next season as decided underdogs to two teams, not just one. Sometimes we've seen over the years, the Vikings, ah, you know, it's going to be Vikings, Packers, Vikings, Packers, Vikings, Packers. Every once in a while, the bears were, were going to flash up and have a season to that. Okay. It's going to be those two that are going at each other. Um, never the lions. Now the lions are here and they're not going anywhere. And it doesn't look like the Packers are going to be going anywhere either. So it's like, you're fighting the bears for the basement in that division right now, unless you do some drastic things to change what happened here last season. And, uh, and that's, that's the challenge that is in front of this organization right now. What's amazing is as good as the 49ers are, I didn't think Purdy looked all that comfortable. No. On Saturday night against a, you know, a, a pretty good defense, but not an overwhelming defense. I thought they really were able to make him uncomfortable, make him second guess himself a little bit. He did not look great. Um, and I, the 49ers should be able to score on the Lions. But if they have any hiccups on offense, I, man, the Lions, they, their attitude, the way they, they feel like they're playing with house money. Uh, they do have the ability to score. They have a, a lot. I mean, I think Jameer Gibbs might end up being the key player in the game. Uh, I, I'm not going to write the lines off on, in this game. Yeah, I'm not going to either, Jim. And, and, and I think that it's going to be interesting to see how they respond because this is a really significant change in the dynamics of the game in terms of they won two home games over the last couple of weeks that um, when you look at it, the pressures on them, the pressure, you know, even this is the first home game in a playoff home game in Detroit in forever and ever. And, um, and so as much excitement and certainly euphoria and all the things that surrounded that event, it was also, that's a lot of pressure for a, for a Lions team that hasn't been there. Like, Hey, we haven't, um, you know, we haven't done anything in the playoffs forever. Now we're here. We, now it's time. We got to do something at home, a home game. Like you can't let your fans down like that. Now they're going on the road. Now they are the decided underdogs. And so all of the pressure comes off of their shoulders. They've delivered in the playoffs now a little bit. So, so that monkey is off of their back. And now they can go into San Francisco, like you said, Jim, with house money. 
Um, they, I think that you can, I would expect to see a team playing very free and loose and confident because they are still not expected to win. Even as sort of shaky as the Niners looked last week, I think they're still the class of the NFC and the decided favorite to go to the Super Bowl. But I, I like the Lions' chances because I do think that the Niners now are the team that 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 faces some of that pressure, and Brock Purdy is going to feel it and hear some of the questions after some of the throws that he made last week. And and so uh, I do think that there's a chance that it does swing the Lions' way a little bit if they are able to go in there and and just play with nothing to lose because they don't have anything to lose. And I I like Dan Campbell and I like this kind of feisty Lions team in a situation like that. I do too. And I have really have a soft spot for three of the four teams remaining. I have nothing against the 49ers. I like watching them play, but I don't have a, I just don't have a personal connection. Detroit. I spent a lot of my life traveling to Detroit for twins games, for other sporting events, for, for NFL playoff games, for Vikings lions games. I've spent a lot of time there. Uh, this city has, has went through horrible times. They've bounced back. It, it's a really nice downtown now. The Lions are a big part of that, bringing people back downtown. So I and I have relatives used to live there, so I have a real soft spot for Detroit. I love it, Dan Campbell, and they and that group is done. Ravens. I grew up watching Colts games in Baltimore. This is the closest thing remaining to that. Uh, and Chiefs. You know, just because I knew Pat Pat Mahomes was like the first twin I met when I started covering the the Twins. He was always great to me, uh, and I still remember the day he left the Twins for a day or two to to have his son and uh, having him come back and tell me, yeah, his name's going to be Patrick. Uh, I, I just, you know, the fact that I have that, that minuscule connection and he's my favorite player to watch just makes, I, I just love the fact that the chiefs went into Buffalo and won it. I won that. I love that Mahomes, even during his prize, most difficult season in terms of everything around him and his quality of play and how his quality of play is impacted by other people. I love the fact that he's just right back in the championship game again. Yeah, it's it, it's it's super compelling. Like this is great for the league. Um, you know, I, I was kind of hoping the Bills were going to do it just for a little bit of fresh blood, but I I have zero against the, the Mahomes, and I think it is it's an it's an amazing story to see the best in the league right now kind of suffer some adversity and figure have to figure things out and have to scratch and claw and the way that Mahomes is done and the way that Andy Reid is done. Like that's that's really inspiring stuff. And so um, I, I do like both of the matchups. I will admit, and I, I love, like, I love Lamar Jackson and the, and the Ravens. Like I've always respected that organization. They always seem to just be in the middle of things and do things the right way. And so, um, so that's cool. Um, I, I will fully admit that I'm all in on the lions right now, because I think, you know, my experience covering the Timberwolves, which is a the NBA equivalent of the Detroit Lions in some ways with how with their lack of success over the years and 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 seeing just up close how a fan base sticks with uh, an inept organization forever and ever and now is starting to get rewarded for it from the Timberwolves perspective. Um, there's nothing better like there's nothing better than to see fans who have suffered for so long get rewarded for for hanging in there and and now coming out on the other side of it and that's what's happening with lions fans like i just think that um to see them enjoy be able to enjoy this run 
and have high level success after so many years of not just losing, but of embarrassment and of dysfunction and of hopelessness. Uh, I, I think it's great. Um, I think, you know, that it would be an amazing thing if the Lions were able to go to the Super Bowl and win it. And and so I want to see them do it. But you're right. Like, I have nothing against the Niners either. I think that any of the matchups that can come out of this um, championship game weekend for the Super Bowl, it's going to be awesome. Like, it's going to be just going to make for a great, great Super Bowl. And um, and I'm I, I can't wait for it. Yeah. I, so let's. Let's do our picks in two ways. What do you think is going to happen and what do you want to happen? Let's start with the early game, Chiefs against Ravens. Yeah, I, I want the Ravens to win. Um, just again, and it's an, it's not against the Chiefs, but I want to see a new team in there. And I do. I really like Lamar Jackson and I, I like the Ravens a lot. And so um, so I, I want to see them win. I'm going I would probably if I'm if I'm betting on it, which I never do. But if I were betting, I'd probably take Mahomes. Um, you know, Lamar has been great in the playoffs all, th- this season. Um, the chiefs defense though is, is, is really good. And this will be again, another m- more pressure on him. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has felt all this pressure before he knows he's been there. He's done that. Um, and, and I can absolutely see him going into Baltimore and just finding a way again, just like he did with Buffalo and, and, and getting to the Super Bowl, So I think the chiefs will probably win it, but I definitely want Baltimore to win it. Funny. I'm the opposite. I think the Ravens are going to win it. I just think they have the better roster. I think playing at home uh, for that team is a big deal. And I think they're going to get Mark Andrews back. Who's might be the second best player on the team. Uh, so he's definitely one of their top five players, probably the second best offensive player on that team. So I like the Ravens to win. I just, I just have always felt this weird kinship with Patrick Mahomes. I've always loved the way he plays. He handles himself sentimentally. I just love to see Mahomes in another Super Bowl. So now let's move on to the NFC. Lions against 49ers. Same thing. Who do you think will win? Who would you like to see win? Yeah, I I, I do think the Niners will win. Um, I think their defense is good enough. And I do think that um, if you have questions about the Lions, it's can their, can their secondary uh, cover the the Niners receivers. We'll see about like what where Debo Samuel is at and and all of that. So maybe that plays a factor into things. Um, but I a hundred percent want Detroit to win. Like I just want to see that that franchise, that fan base, get a chance to have a moment in the sun in the Super Bowl. Uh, I I do like I I enjoy Dan Dan Campbell as a human being. He seems like a fun dude um he is an easy to root for head coach uh the way that he took that challenge on and the way that he kind of you know looked at the people laughing at him and laughing at the lions and turned it on its head i think it's great jared goff is a good story like kind of cast aside um and has now resurrected his career a bit and 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 has you know the entire city behind him um, and you know, I, I just, I really like a lot of the storylines and I like the possibility of the ultimate underdog, the ultimate, you know, welcome mat finally kind of rising up and, and delivering and, and going to the Super Bowl. That would be awesome. So for everything we've already said, I would like the Lions to win this game. I think that'd be the best story. I'm going to pick the Lions to win. And here's what, yes. uh, the, the 49ers look like the best team in the NFL. They were 11-3. When they were healthy, they looked unbeatable, and they were getting healthy. 
Then, December 25th, got destroyed by Baltimore at home. Uh, then they won handily at Washington, beat a bad team. Then their final game this season, they lose. Now, it was backups playing, but, you know, they did lose the game. They didn't play their, a lot of their starters. Then they have the bye week. Then they look rusty last week. I just don't know that they're at their peak. I also think Debo Samuel is being listed as 50-50. I, don't, I can't see him being fully effective. And we saw here with the Vikings beating the 49ers, when Debo isn't available, it just limits their offense. They just can't be as unpredictable. So I, I'm going to take the Lions, score late, win that game. Uh, I'm sure I'll be wrong, but, but I'm going to let my head align with my heart on this one. I like it. I like it. Why? Why not? Step out on the on the limb a little bit and live a little. I like. Sure. It. I mean, I'm wrong all the time. What would be wrong one more time mean to me? Well, and also, like, I, I usually I take a, an approach in these positions where if I'm going to be wrong, let me be wrong on the team that I feel yeah. more strongly about. Like, I, I remember a few years ago when we were picking these and 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 uh, it was the the Super Bowl Cincinnati was in. I'm like, I I just don't want to be the guy that bets against Joe Burrow. Like, I yep. I, I, I love it so. So to be on that side of things is fun, is more fun as long as you don't have $10,000 riding on the game. Yes, I do not have $10,000 riding on this game. Hey, uh, check out Jeff Diamond's Vikings and NFL Insider, uh, former Vikings general manager. He's been great on uh, Vikings decisions, cap space, how to structure contracts, get things done, uh, view of the league as well as the Vikings. Check out that show as well. Check out all the shows at talknorth.com. We do appreciate you listening. Oh, also. Check out the John Krasinski show on the Timberwolves, one of our most popular shows. Thanks for listening to talknorth.com. We'll talk to you next week.